This is a preface uh, to, to today's uh, reflection, uh, which I will not be giving. Stepan Serpekian as our delegate, and Michael Shahnazarian as parish council chair, and Jean as events committee and women's guild, and auditing committee uh, head, we all went to Dallas uh, this past week for the annual meeting of our church. And as we often do, uh, we spoke uh, about uh, the wonderful blessings of our church, but even more so, we spoke about the great challenges of our church, of which there are very many. And we spoke about uh, the challenge of language in our church, which is a problem, but it's not the biggest problem that we have. We talked about the challenge of encouraging a female liturgical leadership in our church, which is a problem, but is not the biggest problem. We could go on and on about that, but if I had to encapsulate what the biggest problem or the biggest blessing that the Armenian church has is participation. We worry that there aren't people in our church, and all of it boils down to is, did people know what they're doing in church? Do they feel that God has placed them in here with a special mission that only you can do, that you enact at least partially and in great part by being in this church? That is the truest thing I know, and it can only be done by you because you are the only one of you created by God. And our purpose is to find out how to praise God, how to love God, how to live for God, how to fall and get up for God, how to do everything for God. That's someone who's super Armenian and doesn't know a word of English. That's someone who's super American and doesn't know a word of Armenian. That's true for great sinners. That's true for people who are really nice. It's true for everyone. And so that for me is the great challenge of our church and the great blessing which we are learning to do better day by day at St. Hagop. And in order to do that, we need people who know that their place is irreplaceable in church, just being here and praying. But then once you get involved in church, once you get involved, then the issue is that all leaders must be learners. And that once you're here, God hasn't stopped working with you. He calls you to things even greater and pushes you out of your comfort zone and asks you to do this and that, which you don't know if you're good at, but if you feel called by it, then God will raise you to that. That's super important with our youth even more. Bobby Maslar, Bobby Maslar uh, is someone uh, who has responded to the call uh, all his life. He knows why he's here, and he's someone who's always been willing to let God challenge him uh, and bring him up to the next level. Someone who didn't speak a word of Armenian, like myself, uh, who now sings in Armenian. Uh, someone uh, who just in every way uh, has been here to serve the church and is always wants to be a learner and to further himself. So Bobby was listening carefully when I invited lay people to come up and share their faith experience for the reflections during Lent, and I said that every single person here has something of a duty to read the passages of the day, the Bible readings, think about them, and maybe you don't give the sermon that day, but give yourself the sermon. What does this mean to me? You know, how does this make a real difference in my life now? If it doesn't, forget it. Coming to church is not important if you don't think it's relevant to you right now in your life every day in ways that God can help show you. 
So Bobby took me seriously, and he said to me, I want to speak. I felt uh, called uh, to talk, and I want to speak about the cross, so let's do it on today, the Feast of the Apparition of the Cross. Uh, so with that introduction, I am very happy today that Bobby Maslar, our subdeacon Bobby Maslar, will be offering our reflection today. Bobby. So some of you may not know, today is the apparition of Holy Cross. So today, May 7th, in the year 351, those living in Jerusalem had witnessed the illuminated cross that which had remained visible for several hours, spanning from Golgotha to the Mount of Olives, which I had the great opportunity to witness when I was there in Jerusalem in 2012. Some say that we only not see the big signs that are visible, like lightning strikes in the sky and miracles confirming our belief in God. Some people might also have moments when they are here at church, surrounded by all our crosses that you can see around the church or just in the presence of Father Helgon. <laughs> so we all might have some of those moments outside of church in our everyday lives. It might not stuck out to you right away, but some might now just slowly click in your mind when you sit back and think about it. So one of those moments I actually had in person when I was out shopping one afternoon. In the grocery stores or shopping for clothes, I happened to just come across a t-shirt that had a cross on it. So I said to myself, what does this mean? Is it a sign from God? Is it saying that I, as a subdeacon of this church, say that I need to spread the word of God more? Read the Bible more? Don't know at that moment what he was trying to say to me. Or if you were in the grocery stores, shopping fruits and vegetables, you come across them shaped like a cross. Is that your acknowledgement? Is that your sign that you are seeing? Or if someone is wearing a necklace of a cross, or as some of you know that I have a hobby, someone saying, oh, that's such a beautiful cross. So to me, that just shows that someone else believes in the Holy Cross themselves. So, with that being said, I stood there for those moments thinking, the t-shirt, the cross, wow, that's great that other people believe as much as I do in the Holy Cross. So, with that being said, some of us in this church had went to Armenia for Bishop Daniel's ordination on Mother's Day weekend in 2019. When Bishop Daniel was then called in front of Vehapar to be ordained as a bishop, the skies parted its ways, shined down a light onto Bishop Daniel as Vehapar was anointing Bishop Daniel with the Holy Miran on his forehead. Was this a sign to Bishop Daniel himself saying that his mother, who has passed, is there with him on that very day. 
I personally think that that was a sign for him to know that, that his mom was there with him. Some of you might also say that you've had that spiritual moment when four of us young men in this church got ordained as subdeacons in the year 2020 from Bishop Daniel. When the four of us were all called to stand in front of Bishop Daniel here, as Bishop Daniel is standing over us with his hand crossed, saying multiple prayers to us, to our new roles as subdeacons of this church, the light through the chandeliers reflecting onto us. Was that a sign saying that, that this is now our new role as subdeacons of this church to further on and continue on our legacies and to show our personal appreciation for the Holy Cross? Some could also say that they felt the presence and revitalized in their faith, which they have gone to in Armenian wedding, when both the priest on the altar and the best man is standing behind the bride and the groom, both crosses over them as the priest is saying multiple prayers to pray for the new king and queen to continue on their faith through the Holy Cross. Some might even say that they've not physical feelings in just seeing the children running around from Sunday school, that they know that that's the next generation that will continue on the faith, the hope, and the love for the Holy Cross. To leave you with one final message, next Sunday, when you're sitting here kneeling in prayer or watching at home on the live stream, when the curtain is drawn closed and we sing the hymn, Dear Vormya, if you look just slightly above our railing, we'll see the top of the altar with that holy cross. May that be the continuation of the apparition of the holy cross that you see and sing through those morning sea in Jerusalem that I had witnessed and at that time that will make you continue to pray for ourselves and many others around us deeply believe